Welcome to the Employee Lounge. I'm your host, Joe Kang, and today we'll be talking about the ACERS pension plan tips and tricks with our special guest, Amy Rozier. Amy, welcome back. Please tell our audience what you do for Arlington County and how long you've been here for those that are new to this podcast. Hi, Joe. I'm Amy Rozier and the Retirement Benefits Manager in HR, and I've been with Arlington since 2001. My team is responsible for making sure employees understand their retirement benefits and use all of the options available to meet their retirement goals. Great. So in one of our earlier podcasts, you gave us an overview of the ACERS pension plan. It seemed pretty straightforward. Uh, Once I reach my retirement eligibility date, I can retire and get a monthly benefit based on my highest three years of pay and the number of years I work for the county. And the best part is that I get this benefit for the rest of my life. Did I get that right? That's right. So if it's that simple, what kinds of tips and tricks are there? Well, there are some choices employees can make regarding their retirement date, insurance enrollment, the use of their leave, and designation of surviving annuitants that can impact their monthly benefit and or the benefits available to their survivors. All right, count me interested. Tell me more. Sure. Often we're asked, what is the best time of year to retire? The answer really is when it's right for you. However, there are some times that might make a difference for some employees. For example, If you have a large leave balance, you may want to retire or enter the drop before the excess leave cutoff date in January so that you can cash in some of your vacation and it won't roll to sick leave. Cashing out vacation gives you cash in your pocket now and increases your years of service, thus increasing your monthly ACERS benefit. So it sounds like having a large vacation or comp balance means I have more to think about. What else? Well, if you're highly paid and bumping up against Social Security's wage base limit, where they no longer withhold FICA taxes, you may want to consider timing your leave payout after you have reached this limit so that you don't have FICA taxes withheld from your leave payout. I thought you could defer paying taxes by depositing your leave payout into the 457. You can, but that only applies to deferral of federal and state taxes. FICA taxes are withheld on wages all the way up to 128400 in 2018, and this limit changes every year. Okay, so suppose I don't have a lot of leave, I earn an average salary, uh, you know, not near that 123000 limit. Are there other things I should consider in choosing a retirement date? Yes, I'd consider two other things. The first is to retire just before June 30. Retirement colos are granted on July 1st, once you've been retired for a full year. So if you retire June 29, 2019, your first COLA is July 1, 2020, one year later. But if you retire two days later on July 1, 2019, your first retirement COLA won't be until July 1, 2021, two years after your retirement date. Wow. So what's the last thing to consider in picking a retirement date? I'd like to look at the time of month I retire. Retirees are only paid once a month, and you want this to be a smooth transition from your bi-weekly pay you're used to getting. Ideally, you want to retire at the end of a pay period so you get a full paycheck as your last pay, then have a leave payout two weeks later that occurs mid-month, and then you can receive your first retirement pay at the end of that month. Okay. Good tips on picking a retirement date. So what other tips have you got to share with our listeners? Insurance is a big expense in retirement, even with the county subsidy. So I have a few tips on this front. First, retire early in the month. This allows you to have insurance for that month 
at the active employee rates rather than the retiree rates. All right, so that's a lot to think about. What about using my accrued leave? I've heard people try to save as much of their leave to use for retirement service. What's that about? Um, it is definitely a strategy. When you enter the drop or just retire, you can cash out your vacation and or your comp time. And the bonus is that not only do you get paid cash for it, it also counts towards your service credit. Again, increasing your monthly benefit. A lot of people also defer that cash payment into their 457 plan to increase their retirement nest egg. Okay. Uh, does that also cover sick leave? No, sick leave's a little bit different. Um, there's two groups of people. People hired before January 2001 have two options. They can either use it for service credit or get cash. And there is a formula we use for cash out of sick leave. We only pay 30% of the hours in excess of 100 hours. For people hired after January 1, 2001, like myself, sick leave can only be used for service credit. The little known bonus about using sick leave for service credit is that if you're only eligible for early retirement and having that early retirement penalty reduction, using your sick leave for service credit will usually reduce that penalty. So reducing the penalty increases your benefit. So you may be able to retire earlier than you think. Oh, that's good to know. What about survivor benefits? Any tips there? Most definitely. The choices you make as an employee affect your survivors. If an active employee passes away and has a spouse designated as their beneficiary, the spouse has an option, either receiving your contributions you made to the plan or getting a monthly benefit that's equal to 50% of your single life benefit. The downside to this annuity is that it only lasts as long as the spouse did not remarry. There's an additional option available to employees once they reach normal retirement age. That's 52 for public safety and 62 for general employees. These employees can complete an in-service joint survivor form to designate a surviving annuitant to receive a 100% survivor's benefit. The 100% survivor's benefit is greater than the 50% of the single life benefit, and it doesn't have that caveat about remarrying attached to it. So the spouse can receive the benefit for the rest of their life and have access to county health insurance for the rest of their life. Okay, so if I'm an employee who has reached that magic age, I should complete one of these forms. It's not automatic, right? Right, and they can find the form on AC Commons and send it in to us. Okay, anything else on the survivor options? Well, we do have some employees who are providing income for their survivors by purchasing a large life insurance policy instead of electing a joint survivor option on the pension plan. They do this because the cost of the insurance is lower than the reduction to their monthly pension benefit and to provide a survivor annuity. My only concern about this is that by electing a survivor option in the ACERS pension plan, the surviving annuitant can continue county insurance at subsidized group rates, whereas without the survivor option on the pension plan, the surviving annuitant would only be allowed to continue insurance for up to three years and they pay the full premium, no county subsidy. Employees should look really carefully at this option and get solid financial advice before making a decision on this. You can't elect a joint survivor benefit after you retire or enter drop. And BOIA can help with life insurance options if they're interested. Hmm, okay, so it isn't as simple as I thought when we started today. 
what should an employee do to make sure they're making the right decision? First thing I recommend is determining your retirement goal, whether that's a certain date, a certain amount of money, whatever it is for you personally. From there, run your estimate on ACERS Access, schedule a meeting with my team to discuss how these options can help meet your goal, and then finally meet with Boya to see how the decisions you are considering impact your overall retirement financial picture. Okay, so when should I start this process? It's never too early to start this process. The more time you have to plan and correct the plan, if necessary, the better off you'll be. Great. Amy, this was fun and very informative. Thanks for taking the time to explain to all the listeners out there some of the tips and tricks for making their ACERS benefit work best for them. Thank you for tuning into the Employee Lounge. We hope you enjoy this podcast and that you'll join us again for our next episode. Please remember to subscribe and listen to new and archived episodes at any time on your mobile devices. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud by searching for Arlington County Government Employee Lounge. Please help us get the word out by sharing this podcast with your boss, your team, and fellow county employees. Until next time, stay sharp.